Thank you, Pastor, for your leadership. Soulful beginnings. We are uh, spending these first weeks of the new year in the Psalms, uh, tending to matters of the soul. Psalm 62 is the selected reading for today, and it's verses 5 through 12. For God alone, my soul waits in silence, for my hope is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rests my deliverance and my honor. My mighty rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no confidence in extortion and set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God and steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord. For you repay to all according to their work. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? God, whatever it is that you would have us to hear in this moment, we pray that we hear it with clarity. Pray that your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. I came across a commentator this week who referred to uh, Psalm 62 using a term that I'd never heard before. Uh, He referred to Psalm 62 as a psalm of decision. Psalm of Decision. He referenced uh, verses 8 through 11, uh, especially in in calling this psalm a psalm of decision. And the whole idea in in, in calling it a psalm of decision is because if you look at it, especially in verses 8 through 11, you are kind of given a choice. The psalmist puts it out there. Trust in God or trust in something else. In God, we trust. That's the psalmist's point. Speaking of in God, we trust, a little trivia for you early on a brisk Sunday morning. Uh, do you happen to know when the term in God, we trust first showed up on coinage in the United States? I mean, you can win a t-shirt or something. I, I I find uh, Thomas has some PUMC merchandise somewhere, I promise. It was actually the Civil War. The Civil War was the first time that 
uh, in God We Trust showed up on our coinage in the United States. Uh, does anybody know when it uh, first appeared on paper currency? Actually, it wasn't until the 1950s. The 1950s is when the term In God We Trust first showed up on our paper currency. That was also the same time when uh, the statement One Nation Under God was added to the Pledge of Allegiance was in the 1950s. There's a lot going on then that led to those things uh, being added when they were added. Uh, it was a hotly uh, contested topic then, and for some it remains uh, such now. Uh, some of the arguments were, well, you're combining God and mammon together. You're, you're wedding God and mammon, God and wealth together when you put the statement in God we trust on paper money. But then you have the other people says, but now that it's on there, you can't take God away. Right? All right, there's something else for you can worry, you can worry about now. Something else for you to ponder in your spare time. <laughs> God we trust. The psalmist makes it abundantly clear that our trust should be placed in the Lord at all times. The truth of the matter is, is that it's a, a decision that we must constantly make to put that trust in God at all times. Because there's a lot of alternatives a lot of other places that we can uh, place our trust. So we must constantly question, am I putting my trust in God or am I putting my trust in riches? That's the alternative that the psalmist talks about in this psalm of decision. Is it trust in God or is it trust in my buying power? Is it trust in God or is it Trust in my resources? Is it trust in God or, or trust in these temporary things that give me a false sense of security? Is it trust in God or is it trust in the things that I can accumulate? The psalmist says that any trust that is placed in anything or anyone other than the Lord is just a breath. Oof, it goes. Trust in God at all times, O oh people. In God we trust. It says it right there on the money. Kind of ironic, don't you think? Which do we trust more? I have uh, the story of, of Millard and Linda Fuller fresh on my mind this week because we had a, a Habitat for Humanity Faith Relations meeting here uh, this past week. And I know I've told the Fuller story before, but just uh, a refresher because it is fresh on my mind and it applies so well to this psalm. Uh, so, so Millard goes out and he makes a lot of money and he, he makes it really, really fast. And so he makes his money, he makes it really fast, and, and uh, you know, the sky's the limit in terms of how much he can make because he's that good at making money. But the problem is, is that in his quest for riches, uh, they're 
comes this great stress that is placed upon he and his family's relationship. Not only he and his family's relationship, but also with his faith as well. So he's having a hard time reconciling his quest for riches, his putting his trust in more and more and more. And, and so he and Linda, they kind of like separate for a moment. And then Miller has this, we'll call it come to Jesus moment, where he realizes that this is not what he wants for his life. So um, the two of them decide that they're going to uh, try a different way of life. And so they have uh, some mutual friends who are friends with this farmer slash preacher by the name of Clarence Jordan, who has started this um, community in southern Georgia where they tried to uh, replicate the type of life that they had in the early church. They lived together and they held all things in common. They devoted their time to uh, praying and to the breaking of bread and, and that type of thing, right? So the Fullers, um, they go and they become a part of this uh, community with Clarence Jordan and them. And, and what Millard and Linda do is, is they, they, they just they give it all away. It all away, they, they they trust God like radically. And what's crazy is that they do this. They they join the people at Koinonia Farm at a time when the people at Koinonia Farm were constantly under attack because of their radical view of life in a very racist South Georgia. They brought everybody in, and, 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 and everybody shared in life together, and it made people mad. Their houses would get shot at. Their produce stands bombed. One of their community partners that was selling the goods from their farm had their place bombed. And Millard and Linda Fuller said, we're going to give it all up and go live there. <laughs> that doesn't compute. Well, eventually in this, this life of sharing with their neighbors and, and holding things in common, they, they, they create this, this, this fund, and they called it the Fund for Humanity. And later, it becomes known as Habitat for Humanity. It is a, a great agent for good in the world that is born about because someone trusted God more than their money. Poof. It's just breath. I know some of you may be thinking, now, preacher, it's January, man. We just got finished talking about money in October. That's the stewardship month, not January. What are you doing? First of all, I didn't write the psalm. Take that up with King David. 
And secondly, I'm not saying that money is bad so that you have to get rid of all of it. But what I'm saying is, is that putting your trust in it over and above your trust in God is very bad. Putting trust in, in, in wealth or stuff is but a breath. That's a stark contrast to putting our trust in the one who makes possible all breath and who puts his very breath in our lungs. Why would we trust in anything other than the one in whose breath we share? The one whose breath animates our very being. We shouldn't. One of the things that I had a hard time with this week in, in viewing this as a psalm of decision as to where to put my trust is, is like... What does trust look like? That's the, the thing that I wrestle with this week. Like, I can say I put my trust in God, but what does it actually look like? And unless you do something radical like the Fullers did and just give everything away and really, really trust God, what does it look like? As the week progressed, it... it finally came to me in a way in which that I understood it better. And so I want to offer that to you in case you're having a hard time seeing what trust may actually look like other than just saying it. And what was revealed was that, was that trust is born out of dependence. Trust is born out of dependence. So another question, another decision. Who or what are you going to depend on the most in 2024? The decision. Who or what are you going to depend on and therefore trust the most in 2024? That will actually probably be the most important decision that you make. Trust in him or depend on him at all times, O oh people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. 
in the balances, they go up. They are together, lighter than a breath. Poof. Put no confidence in extortion and set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice now you have heard this. Power belongs to God. Steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord. For you repay to all according to their works. Let us pray. God, help us to make the right decision to depend on you, to trust in you for all that we need. all that our soul longs for. For our very breath to continue, the breath that we share with you, your breath in our lungs. Jesus that we pray and all God's people say